Did you know that every major diaper company either financially or vocally supports abortion? If that appalls you and you're looking to support a baby brand that aligns with your pro-life, pro-family views, then every life is your solution. Every life firmly believes that regardless of where someone is from, what they look like, or whether they were planned or unplanned, every baby is a miracle from God worthy of love, protection, and celebration. Every Life offers high-performing, supremely soft, premium diapers and wipes delivered right to your doorstep. Their diapers are crafted without fragrances, dyes, lotions, latex, parabens, or phthalates. And you can feel good knowing that every purchase with Every Life contributes to changing lives through their support of pro-life organizations and pregnancy resource centers. Every Life is not just changing diapers, they're changing lives. Visit everylife.com to learn more. That's everylife.com. And don't forget to use promo code Duffy10 for an exclusive 10% discount on your first order today. Hey, everybody. Welcome to From the Kitchen Table. I am Sean Duffy, along with my co-host for the podcast, my partner in life, and my wife, Rachel Campbell, Stuffy. Sean, it's so great to be back at our kitchen table. And literally, this is like a Thanksgiving table. It is. It's a Thanksgiving table. We thought, who do we want to have as we all are thinking about the holidays, thinking about Thanksgiving and our families and food? What what name comes to mind to you, Sean? The Macklemores. The Macklemores. And today we have John wait, wait, and John. Yes, it is family and food is the Macklemores. That's like, that is their title. Yeah, that is. Like, it could just represent. be like their middle names. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, our, so that's we our, have, our uh, motto. Yes, it's your motto. So John and John, but also we're so lucky to have with us Tanya. John Sr. Beautiful wife, she, Tanya. She you don't call her Tanya. <laughs> you call her Mama Mac. Mama Mac. Mama Mac. <laughs> I love it. What I've just learned in the first 30 seconds of this podcast is I don't matter. No, you yeah. don't. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you do. So You're the candy. I'm the candy. I'll tell you that. That's what Mama, Mama Mac says that, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I'm sure she does. She calls me daddy. Daddy. <laughs> well, actually, let's start there because one of the things, we, we talk a lot about the Macklemores and food and Master Built and and all the food they make for our show that makes everybody want to go and buy all the uh, master built products and start cooking with their families. But there is a story behind this family. And we're going to talk about the company a little bit. Maybe we start there because I really, but I really want to make sure we leave time, John, for the love story because I do know the love story and it's really, really cute. So we'll get to that. But first, but one other thing, I care about the love story. I care about the company, but I also want to talk about turkey. Yeah, we are going to talk about the best way to do your Thanksgiving turkey. We talked about it a little bit on the show this past weekend, but we're going to, we'll start with the company. Okay. So uh, Masterbuilt, um, and it is a really good love story, not only with Masterbuilt, but as Tanya comes into the picture, um, as we started our company, but I'll never forget, I'm eight years old, I'm in the backyard, and my dad, Dawson McLemore, who founded Masterbuilt, is playing with some steel as I walk home from the, you know, from the third grade, and uh, Masterbuilt was actually started in our backyard. In like 1973. 1973. Which was a good year. 1973, <laughs> yes. It's and, when America still felt like America. Yes, and we were just having fun in our backyard, and my dad... 
um, who had always been my hero. But this was like kind of a unique special day because I see him bending steel with his bare hands. So I'm thinking, you know, this guy really is Superman. So Master Bill was started, and he built a fern stand for my mother. He built fish cookers for himself. So the products that we actually came out with were products that we used ourselves. So, oh, for a, so this was yeah. not a business. This is like I see a, a need in my house, and I'm going to make, yeah. and I'm creative, and I'm going to make That's how the best ideas yes. start. He, right. worked, he worked at Goodyear Tire mm-hmm. Rubber. He had a full-time Goodyear. job. They mm-hmm. had a family of five and yeah. a little extra income making these. He, he realized he yeah. could bend this metal and mm-hmm. do these household products that other people could use, too. So, yeah. so it, it started started a little side gig. It did. And that side, side gig, hustle. Yes. side hustle, that side hustle gig was called M&M Welding, which was just for Macklemore and Macklemore Welding as kind of a little hobby. Well, as the company, you know, started, we got out of the backyard, rented our first well, building. Can, can, I, can I stop yeah. you there? How, how, where did you start selling these? For, he's like, I made one for myself. People kind of like, this is, mm-hmm. I like could neighbors? do this. He's Great. selling it to Next friends. Did, did he go yeah. to the yeah, neighbors or did he go to the local hardware store? Where, like, where did he, he go in 1973 he, or four to sell the stuff? He put them in the back of his car as the salesman for Goodyear and Tire and Rubber and, and would sell in the state of Georgia and Alabama and go to nurseries mm-hmm. and little mom and little pop, mom and pop stores, stores. As he was doing his regular rounds for yeah. a good year job. Yeah. And he sold $500 worth of these things like in the first week and they were like $10 a piece. He sold 50 and he comes back and he's like, how in the world am I going to build, you know, 50 of these things. And uh, oh, so, wait, I got four sons. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, I've got four free labor right. sons. Yeah. And uh, we all pitched in and literally put a shed over the back of our house. It was literally so a You're like rented, a little kid mm-hmm. helping to put this stuff together. I was eight years old, and uh, I worked for free for the first three years. Then I demanded a raise and got a dollar a week. The second raise that I asked for, my dad told me to turn around and bend over. <laughs> like, I'll give you a raise. You ate three meals a day and you have a warm bed to sleep in. So my, my favorite part of the work. story is who was the first employee? Oh, my you? mother. Oh. <laughs> so, and why was she the first employee? My my mom because yeah. she was R and D. She would oh, actually. She knew what needed to be done. She knew what needed to be done, but she would also get in the backyard at a at eye level, and we would take these fern stands that basically held your your plants to water them, and you could bring them inside out of the weather. And she would sit in the backyard, and we would stand on the back porch and level them. So she would say, "Yep, a little bit to the left." <laughs> and so she was quality control. She was R and D. She, she was, was craft services. She's yep. making meals yep. for the workers yep. and, and the family. Here, and, and as we talk about the Masterbuilt story for so many years, there's really where the love story begins because my mom was the matriarch of our family. And about 12 years ago, we lost my mom. Mm. And Tanya takes over that position within our family. So... It's 1973 when we started. We get out of the backyard from 78 to like 84. My dad retires. But I'll back, back up real quick on yeah. where we went from Eminem Welding mm-hmm. to Master Build. That's an important story. That is an important story. Um, so glad you said that, John. So as we grew the company, Eminem Welding is kind of a backyard welding shop name. And my dad's like, you know, we need a brand if we're going to grow a company. And he's driving home one afternoon and says he never forgets kind of having this conversation with God about how he's going to grow this company. He said, look, I'm the builder. 
you're the master. Mm-hmm. If you will help me build this company, I will name the company after you, which is where the name Master Built oh, God, came I, from. I, I, I had no idea. I, I love that. That is That's, yeah. That is Master Built. That is Master Built. You're the master on the We are all Master Built, right? Yeah. yeah. We're right. all Master Built. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, that love story has to do with not just Tanya and I, but the love of God within our company. Because without him, we would have never survived so many of the storms that we went through. And in 1998, when did did your dad ever quit Goodyear and go, I can he, do this full he, time? He did. This, he, is a, he, this is my deal. When he was coming up with the brand name, he was making a decision to, to actually quit his job and go full time, you know, with five kids in this little small house. That's not nerve wracking. Yeah, that it was, was not seventy eight. Yeah, about seventy. Year. Yeah, seventy eight. I think. Yeah, so mm-hmm. we're still like not in we a great are, economy either. No, yeah. no, it was always really a challenge. And for him, he was like, "Look, if I'm going to do this, I know I can't do it alone. So if we're going to have, you know, God on our side to get us through everything, he's like, you know, you." It, you God will never give you more than you can handle as long as you've got God on your side. That's right. Is his story. That's right. So um, so the love story there within the walls of Masterville, Tanya and I, and we've been married for 33 years. We've known each other for 35 years. So 34, through that, but 34, you know, 33, 34. So, Who's counting? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Golly, it is 34, isn't it? it I'm, is. I'm glad I'm across the table. Right? <laughs> 36 <laughs> years we've known each other. So in so I'm out of high school at in 1983. Um, I become the CEO and president of this you know really You're small family. I'm at that time 18. So the real truth, he's the baby of all five kids, yeah. but the other kids didn't want that leadership role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they so were far don't know anything smarter about than birth I, I tell you, I tell you another uh, hand of God on this story is family businesses are very challenging. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I'll say this, worked, I worked for yeah. my dad for over 10 years. And, and we're blessed. We're blessed. <laughs> we're blessed yeah, to have a, the a great relationship. You're um, very blessed, aren't you? I worked for my dad for 10 years. I know the top. Our chief son. The, I heard that, Tanya. The, the hand of God, though, was that there was never a really a discussion it was just it, it naturally happened mm-hmm. yeah. and that's just god putting the four children the four sons in mm-hmm. in the right places at the time well and john's yeah. sister worked there for a while too yeah. his mom everybody worked there and nobody else really wanted that leadership role but if you know anything about birth order sometimes the baby he's the baby of five sometimes that baby can act as a firstborn yeah, yeah. Um, i wasn't the I love best birth order stuff i, I was fascinated by yeah. <laughs> so 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 let's talk about family businesses it's interesting because i think that's what people really are fascinated that this is a highly successful business but it's it's family members working together mm-hmm. i hear you John, too, yeah. when you say yeah. it's been good. But what kind of challenges have you faced because you are related? I tell you, and you can speak on your relationship mm-hmm. with, with Paul Paul. Yeah. Um, but the way I view it is kind of like God's authority over us is I view challenging father-son business relationships. I think a lot of that weight comes from obviously the father has to have good leadership mm-hmm. and, and whatnot. But my generation struggles with respect on authority. Yeah. Um, and I think I was taught, you know, I was blessed to have good teachers, but um, I always feel like the pressure really asides on the younger, the the son, to respect their authority. Hmm. So I never took it upon myself to think uh, I should have this. I deserve this. I just I, I have to speak up my mind or whatever in a meeting. 
he's my authority and not only my authority, but I mean, my boss. So out of respect in that, you know, kind of basic sense. But um, I always viewed it as it really falls on me to respect him as my authority. No different than if I had a boss. So, John, when you hear Elon Musk telling his workers that they actually need to come to the office and they say no, (laughs) what do you think about that? (laughs) You want my my like bold, Mm. honest idea is if you choose to work at a place and they require you to do a certain thing, you can choose to not work there. Right. Or yeah. just come in and do your job. I mean, yeah. to me, it's black and white. It's pretty simple. Through a to work, uh, you should work. I think people make life harder than it needs to be. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, and if you look at the age group that's probably working at Twitter, and I don't know the stats on what that they're is. Gen, they're a lot of Gen Z-ish and yeah. late, late millennials. Yeah. yeah. So I would say that we have, as a society, the generation doesn't want to work like they used to. And I think we need to get back to yeah. just really having the desire to work. So to your question about a family business, where a lot of families make a mistake is just because your family does not mean that you are qualified and talented to do the job. Yeah. Mm. You should never expect a family member to work outside of their means. And you should never have yeah. a family make the same amount of money no matter what it is they do. If you are the president and CEO of a company and you're a family member, you should make the salary of a president and CEO. If you are driving a forklift, if you are in sales, if yeah. you're in marketing, you should pay what the position in the market pay, place pays. It's different for family members that are owners. There's a difference in paying a dividend to a family member than there is paying a salary. Yeah. Got it. Do not mix those two. Uh-huh. Meaning, and, you, meaning you can you can all share in the dividend as a family if you're equal owners, well, we but have you don't share in your well. salaries yes. of the job that you do for the company. Yeah. Yeah. And our point. two girls don't work at Masterville. Right. So right. they don't receive they, a, they a don't salary. get a salary. No. That's right. No. no. But you're saying there are family. I, I, I don't have a family business. I've never had that in yeah. the family. So there are families that have businesses and they're paying people who aren't really doing so much. I got, I got a good example. Yeah. Uh, I got a good friend of mine that I go to, you know, guys night dinner with, and he's got a family business from where we're from. And there's eight of his generation in mm. now the third generation of family business. And there's an, uh, animosity. Yes. Yeah. There's an imbalances in terms of, he's like, there's two of us that really put in a lot of the work and we really, we are good at our jobs. The other make the same amount and they don't. So it, it yeah. puts a, it, it can puts, create resentments. Absolutely. So there's a challenge there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I was fortunate. I, so uh, Uncle Don was 50 50 owners for 15 years with you, and yeah. they have three boys. And it just kind of unfolded this way. But I was the only third generation to choose to work for the business. Mm. And they all pursued much more smarter careers. <laughs> by, they yeah. all got accepted to UGA. And I was like, mm. I'll stay in the local college and. You know, work for the business, but they, they're, they were, they were. Their career paths were different <laughs> they, by yeah. choice. We joke um, because they're the smarter side of the family. <laughs> <laughs> they had yeah. the, the brains. Yeah. So right. can, can I, can I back up one second? So obviously sure. Master Built has been a very successful business. Um, yeah. It starts in a garage in 70, 73. You know, your dad goes full time in 78 ish. You go through the eighties, which I imagine were pretty tough, mm-hmm. but eventually this becomes a, a really profitable company mm-hmm. where a, a, a family that 
can 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 feed its five kids or five boys all of a sudden becomes something far different where you're like listen we're we're doing actually really really we, we're living right. the, we are living the american dream yes mm-hmm. was that when the, did that happen was that when the seven and one or was that the so, fire so different products kind of put us on the map and i would say in 98 when my dad fully retired he, he semi-retired in 84 my brother and i became owners my other two brothers and we go through this process for about 14 years to where a couple of brothers, my older brothers, decided to get out and do their own thing. Don and I became 50-50 partners in 1998. So they had no is, share in the business. They They're had out. share in the business, but we just bought their shares so out when we it. were a really small backyard Very business. Very smart business yeah. decision. <laughs> so um, our growth started um, it, when Don and I, in 1998, um, and, and I'll just tell you. Don's we, your brother. Don's mm-hmm. my, my uh next to the oldest brother or I'm the youngest and he's next in line. So we're, you know, starting this business together in 1998 and we did several things. Number one, we decided as 50-50 partners to tithe off the net profit of our company. And we did until the day we sold every single year, whatever the profit of our company was, we tithe to our local church. He got 50% to his church. We got 50% to ours. We also started a Bible study that we did every single week that today John and I still do every week, Tuesday at 8, 10, we have a prayer partner. For the family or for the It's a company-wide. Everyone's invited. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yep. a closed Facebook group now because yeah. once COVID, COVID, COVID hit, we weren't yeah, yeah. Um, in, in, their, you there know, was, in the office. So Dad, for 15 to 20 years, had a uh, – and you can tell a story of why you did a monthly Bible study – when I came on board, uh, we had this thing at our church called Pastors Prayer Partners, and it's just—it's nothing special. It's just yeah. a group of people that you're, you know, you pray for the church, leaders, and you pray, pray for the leadership. For the pa- pray, for, pray for your pastors. Pray That's so important. It's just a commitment. Hey, I, I, I choose to pray for my pastor. And I was like, man, what a cool idea! Could we do something like that? Where, if you can imagine, and coming from a, a Christian perspective, pastors take so many hits. Yeah, they do. Right? CEOs do too, especially mm-hmm. when you're a. A Christian CEO, like the, uh, what's the retail store? That's Hobby, Lobby. Hobby Lobby. Hobby Lobby. I can't imagine. Chick-fil-A. What, Chick-fil-A. There's a lot of Christian. I can't imagine what type of hits, mm-hmm. not only just politically, but from faith, yeah. you know, in yeah. this day and age. And I just, it, it kind of hit me. I was like, man, what if we could do voluntarily, if you choose to come? It was before work hours. Yeah. And then we started with like two or three of us. It grew at times. We'd have 25 or 30 people show up. And, you know, we, we'd have a couple of us who were comfortable praying out loud. And then if you chose to pray and we'd come up with topics, you know, it's dad's dealing with the flu. Let's just, mm-hmm. you know, let's pray for strength or we're going into a line review or whatever the topic is or the thing we needed. Um, so that was a Tuesday morning. And since COVID, we've carried that over to every Tuesday morning. We have a Facebook group that we do. It and with. so the Facebook group is called the Charcoal Connection. And it's based <laughs> off the biblical story of Abraham and Isaac when he was given, he was willing to sacrifice literally his son. And um, they did a burnt offering. And it says that the, the smell of the charcoal was pleasing to God. And then he decided obviously not to That's have right. Isaac. So Charcoal Connection is it's a great that. little biblical yeah. Way to just yeah. give some time to the Lord and lift our business and our and our employees and any prayer needs that they might have that they're willing to share yeah. and just lift it up. I love that. And yeah. so, so you, you say in 1998 you decide you and your brother you're going to tithe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And did something change in the business as you made the decision as well? Unbelievable. Yeah. Change. If you believe in tithing, it, you, would be, you would te- never you not tithe. Testament. Once you understand yep. the right. biblical principle of it and the blessings that come from it, I would be, I would not, not tithe now. We'll have more of this conversation after this. 
Since the 1970s, working-class Americans and U.S. investors who saved wealth in dollars have seen the dollar lose over 80% of its purchasing power. In contrast, investors who diversified their cash into gold saw gold appreciate over 5,000%. For Americans who invested $50,000 in gold when America left the gold standard in the 70s, their gold is worth more than $2.5 million today. While gold carries no guarantees and past performance does not equal future results, investors who do their own research will see that gold's performance over this time span is what gold has consistently done in the face of eroding paper currencies. For over 15 years, St. Joseph Partners has built its business with a singular focus on helping investors diversify their wealth and protect their families in physical gold and silver you hold in your hand. Don't let your hard-earned savings go unhedged. Call St. Joseph Partners or go to our joint website, kitchengold.net, not .com. That is kitchengold.net and protect your wealth. So, Can I tell you something, Tanya? It's so interesting you say that. So in Spanish, in Spain, it, there's a Spanish saying, and it says basically that with every every child comes with a loaf of bread under their arms. It's kind of the same thing uh-huh. in the sense of like turning it over to God. So mm-hmm. many people say, I can't afford to have a kid. Mm. Every time uh, you've had a kid. I think I said that kid, with every kid I had. Yeah. I was like, I we would make more money. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but yeah. it's like <laughs> the Lord provides. But yeah. again, this is sort of this idea. Give it unto God and you it will come back. Yes. You it, don't do it for that reason, but it's just no. funny how it works. It, Once you it understand the principle of it. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. At, at the time we were you know, probably 35 employees. And when we did, and we ended up And we still later manufactured in, in Columbus. We still manufactured mm-hmm. in Columbus. Uh, so we, we make this run from 98 to 2012 when Don, my brother partner for 50-50 at that time, decides to move on as well. And in 2016, we ended up selling to private equity. So there's been this, you know, journey of where we've taken the, the company. But we went from 35 employees in three states in the United States to 250 employees worldwide. Wow. With a brand that is just right now. John and I are the spokespersons, the, the family, uh, the founding family. Brand ambassadors. Brand ambassadors for Basterbilt still today because we love doing it. Um, although we are not financially attached to the company anymore, we're still involved with it. We still want the employees and the company to grow. We're now owned by a publicly traded company called Middleby. have a lot of different brands. So the journey for us has been quite amazing. Mm -hmm. But one thing John's not going to say is um, everything rises and falls on leadership. And John Mm -hmm. was a true visionary and very bold and um, willing to try some new products go into some new areas do new relationships and so he really did he was so responsible for taking it to the next level tanya i look i'm watching you talk about john and i'm seeing it in your eyes tell me how you and john met um a blind date and we were set up by our parents Right, Let, so, but get into details because yeah. there's a my bikini dad traded a cow yeah. for Tanya. There's a bikini. <laughs> oh Lord, I couldn't wear a bikini now, but back in the day there maybe. was a bikini. There was a bikini. I remember can this, I story. Tell this story. Can yes, I step of course. Out? Tell the real story. I, I That's why I we're here. To, I think I need to tell this story. Well, I think I, he was FaceTiming me off the back of your pontoon one yeah. day, and you were in a bikini in the water. Uh, uh, <laughs> so I think he was Key words. I just said bikini in the water. So, um, so our parents did end up meeting. Um, we had a condo down in Panama City. Tanya and her parents were renting that. So My, you were how old, Tanya? 
Uh, we were 21. 21. Yep. Yep. 21. So Tanya's there at the condo when my parents drive through to get some scuba diving equipment that was in the condo, and they're just passing through. Mm-hmm. And they we were meet. from the same town, but didn't my parents right. and his parents did not actually know each other. We right. just rented their. Town, but mom knew you rented of, their townhouse. Yeah, mom your family knew did. of John McLemore. I didn't know if it, we were the same him. age, but different high schools. <laughs> okay, so yeah. he was you a had party, heard about yes. him. He was a little party boy, and mm-hmm. I was a very good, timid, goody two shoes. Goody two shoes girl. <laughs> she so still. I is. knew of him, but he, yeah. he would never have known me. We were not remotely in the same circles. Okay. So as God, we all know, has a plan. Two weeks prior to my mother physically meeting Tanya, my parents meeting Tanya at this condo mm-hmm. on their way to the Florida Keys in Panama City, um, I had told my mom, I was like, look, I'm I'm really kind of tired of what I'm doing. I want to kind of settle down. I want to try to find a church. And, you know, I like, I'm really tired of what I'm doing. And I would like to meet a girl, perfect world that none of my friends know. Because <laughs> I don't trust any of my friends with who they've dated. So... My mom meets Tanya. She just bebops out as they're, you know, loading this equipment going down to the Florida Keys, and they strike up a conversation. My mom and her mom start matchmaking mm-hmm. about, oh, well, I've got a 21 year old son, and Tanya's 21. Mm-hmm. She is, and Mima looks at me and she says, "If if I had my son call you, would you go out with him? I mean, and what am I going to say? Right. They're both standing there, so I'm like." Oh, uh, yes, ma'am, of uh, course. Uh, sure. thinking, uh, have you but, lost your but mind? I'm thinking he will never, I mean, I, I, I knew and, of him. He just wasn't And you knew going. that she was talking about John McLemore, yeah. the one yeah. you would never yeah. associate with, right? Yeah. Like, well, right. yeah, and I was like, I'm not his type, but sure. <laughs> at, at earlier in my life, in her life, we probably were not a match. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm trying to settle down, trying to find this, you know, peace with God and, and, you know, become the Christian that I needed to be, I needed to meet someone like Tanya. So don't, so don't forget the bikini and why that's important. <laughs> because my mom and Tanya's mom, Shirley, are having this conversation about matchmaking. My dad's not said a word. He has met Tanya and sees her, doesn't say anything. So my parents load up the diving equipment. They drive to the Florida Keys, and Don and I fly to the Florida Keys and meet my parents, and we go lobstering. We've been there for the whole day, and we're out on the boat cruising out to go to this lobster hole. And my mom, out of nowhere, just says, Oh, John, I met a girl that you need to meet. And I'm thinking, What? She's like, oh, yeah, she's got just the cutest personality. She is just awesome. Well, cutest personality by my mom, I'm thinking, you know. Uh, and my dad, imagine he's driving the boat. He's hearing the conversation between me and my mom. And he's a, hard, mom, he's a hard-nosed Navy guy. Yeah. Okay. And, and my mom's and all excited. Personality, she has a great personality means she's probably not that cute is what you're thinking. 100%. So my dad. <laughs> we, we've been 21 before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And we're still men. (laughs) And so my dad's driving the boat. He's hearing the conversation with me and my mom. And I'm like being nice to my mom. I was like, sure. You know, yeah. Like Tanya was agreeing with them. I was like, sure, mom. Yeah, whatever. That's that's great. Thank you. Well, she goes to another part of the boat. And my dad looks at me and he says, "Uh, hey, sport, uh, this girl your mom's talking about? I said, yeah. He's like, I saw her. I think you need to call her. (laughs) 
<laughs> I was like, done. I was like, hey, mom, did you get any information on this girl? What's her name? I don't care about her personality, but. <laughs> So Tanya, Tanya was super cute and did have the personality, did have the spiritual background, the Christian values that I was looking for. So I get home. I do call her. She accepts. She comes over to my house. I feed her steak and lobster for the first date. I mean, you know. Yeah. Can't beat that. Can't yeah. beat that. And we That's have awesome. a really good time. I load her in my car, take her home. Had a Corvette. She didn't even know. It was older so yeah. I mean and anyway. didn't care I'm not a car, a car person either I'm not, I'm not either it doesn't impress me yeah. I don't know anything about cars I got it so we get to her house and I'm like wanting to talk about the second date I'm obviously wanting to kiss this girl before I leave her and she likes leans into the back of the car and is like hey I need to not that we were in the back seat of the car no no <laughs> in the front seat of the car and she's like hey I just I, I just need to let you know I'm I'm a Christian girl I don't mm-hmm. drink, I don't smoke, I don't do all these things, and I just need you to be okay with it. And if you're not, then we can't go out again. Because you knew his mm-hmm. reputation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, she like laid it down. So I was like, I love this. This is gonna be a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm all about a challenge. So then you go. Do you want to go out again? Yes. Which yeah. means, all right. Yeah. I, and I, and he that. was so such a gentleman, and really his he. Which is exactly what was I was looking wonderful. for. And if it had been a month earlier, it would have been a turnoff. But that was such a turnoff for me. You're at the me. right moment in your right life. Right moment, mm-hmm. right time. That's exactly what I was looking I love for. Love that story. So we date for a good six or eight weeks. Mm-hmm. And Mom Tanya Well, I was going off to school. I was going me. off to Auburn. <laughs> I had been at our local college. I was transferring. I met him that summer. I was mm-hmm. moving. And... Um, he he fell so hard so fast that it scared you. It scared me, and I was like, oh, oh, oh. Um, because he had a career, he had a house. You weren't one hundred percent like, is he in church because of me? Or he is he, was, in church he for- instantly started coming to church with yeah. me. He jumped into. <laughs> he the, found our, God. I found God. <laughs> he really did. <laughs> I but found I wasn't me sure. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure, and if you know about being unequally yoked, I was just I was scared. So yeah. I broke up with him. He um, did find another church that he started going to, and I find out through his family that he's going to be baptized. And they were like, hey, you know, I know y'all aren't together, but, you know, they just said, if you're coming home this weekend, John's getting baptized this this Sunday night. Aww. So I was like, oh, my gosh, it's like for real. <laughs> so my mom and I go, and we sit on the back row of this other church, and um, and it was really it was really special and really sweet. So then he... They see that I'm there. Um, he calls me. He's like, thanks for coming. And I'm like, um, I think I messed up. <laughs> <laughs> this Can would be where again? the begging and the groveling yeah. comes in. <laughs> so, and then the rest is history. And the rest is history. And it is such a beautiful history because it's a, it's, it's a, it's a business, but it's a family. And it started on the, it's really started on this rock of faith. Wait right there. We're going to have more of that conversation next. Did you know that every major diaper company either financially or vocally supports abortion? If that appalls you and you're looking to support a baby brand that aligns with your pro-life, pro-family views, then Every Life is your solution. Every Life firmly believes that regardless of where someone is from, what they look like, or whether they were planned or unplanned, every baby is a miracle from God worthy of love, protection, and celebration. Every Life offers high-performing, supremely soft, premium diapers and wipes delivered right to your doorstep. 
Their diapers are crafted without fragrances, dyes, lotions, latex, parabens, or phthalates. And you can feel good knowing that every purchase with Every Life contributes to changing lives through their support of pro-life organizations and pregnancy resource centers. Every Life is not just changing diapers, they're changing lives. Visit everylife.com to learn more. That's everylife.com. And don't forget to use promo code Duffy10 for an exclusive 10% discount on your first order today. You know, we can't leave you guys without talking about Thanksgiving because... Can, can, I, can, I, can I tell yeah, a story? Yeah, yeah. So, so um, you, you come on Fox and Friends quite a bit. Yes. And it's like I I've, I um, am hearing about some master built for the first time because I'm not a big griller. I'm not a big cooker, you know. And Rachel comes home with a deep fryer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And this is I was just filling in on a right, Thanksgiving. I wasn't the host yet of the show, but I, I, right. I had a good connection with John. I, I I'm one of the few hosts at Fox that actually loves to cook. Yeah. And he appreciates that. <laughs> I absolutely do. And she brings home the deep fryer and said, I had some deep fried turkey and it was delicious. Mm-hmm. We have to deep fry our turkey. And I'm like, I don't but by the way, it's gonna she cooks. She's like, you're going to deep fry the turkey. And I'm like, yeah, I have no idea. Little, yeah, that's <laughs> scary. scaring me. We, I, don't, I forget what the problem was, but I was having a problem doing something. And she's like, just call John McLemore. He's the CEO of Master Build or, or the involved <laughs> Master Build. Just call him. And I'm like, I'm not going to. Was, it was Thanksgiving Day, I yeah. think. And I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to call this guy on Thanksgiving. And it's like, he's not going to take my phone call. He it's told like, me I could if yeah, I had right. any that's trouble. Right. And she's like, he is the nicest guy. He'll sure. take your phone call. He'll help you out. And I resisted probably three times. And you're like, Call him. Yeah. And so I called you and I left yeah. a message and you called me back five minutes later on Thanksgiving and walked me through whatever my problem was. And I'm like, Such this is the nicest story. guy to call me on my th- to make my Thanksgiving turkey work. Know, whatever whatever me- it was a simple problem. It was a simple solution <laughs> that you had for me. It was just no. me being dumb. You're like yeah. Well, okay, is it, this is this is really stupid. Um, but here but here's but, what happened, John. You created a monster because then we got the smoker and like Sean's calling you all the time the now. The last time we talked, I was on my pontoon boat. You were, you were on your pontoon boat. You're like, I'm <laughs> he's calling me. Now all what right. does he need? Now I got him programmed in so I can really ignore him. <laughs> right. Never. So, yeah, but so, you introduced him to how to make, we didn't know how to make ribs. You changed ribs uh, in our family. Like, we make I, ribs the Macklemore style. And I'm so. telling you what, it it's it's actually kind of changed. Like, I can do things now, and it's it actually is fun, mm-hmm. and, I, and I enjoy it. And so as I'm, I'm thinking about my, my Thanksgiving uh, turkeys, I bought two of them this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to get a, a ma- I've, you, you sent me, I, I, I had the medium size fryer. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you sent me a big the fryer. XL. Yeah. So I got the XL fryer. So I'm going to put one turkey in the XL fryer, which, mm-hmm. by the way, I'm not a big fan of turkey. It's, it's dry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this it's is not, not, it's not like it that. Is, you, you, See, you I think fry. we should smoke yeah. one and right. fry one. So I yeah. think I'm going to deep fry and then I'm going to smoke one. That's right. Yeah. So Absolutely. I mean, yeah. do, do this we'll cock method that we did today. We could do that. We could yeah. do that. That's where they, he basically Rachel's breaks the backbone. Rachel's giving you guys like, uh, yeah. you well, should make it easy. No, no, no. <laughs> you could just brine it whole and, and do it whole. Yeah, I could brine it yeah. whole and do it whole. We got a brine kit here. We'll send you home But I, I, t- I was surprised at how, it, when, I, when, when we, I smoked mine last year, and I think I had to call you because I was having, yeah. again, this is me being dumb, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm a total newbie. Yeah, now, um, now Sean calls every Thanksgiving, John, <laughs> getting a call from Sean. I can't <laughs> wait until <laughs> Thursday. <laughs> Did you miss me? I'm here. You can't get away from me. Part of the family now. But I was surprised at how moist Uh the the smoked turkey was. It was really, really good. But if I had to rate them, I think the deep fried 
is, is a little bit better, sure. yeah. but I haven't had a better turkey so, um, in yeah. all my 50, you know, 30 years of cooking my own turkey mm-hmm. yeah. that was as, as good as that uh, the, the smoked turkey. That's awesome. John, when I think about, uh, I mean, I just, I think, okay, Thanksgiving, what would Thanksgiving at the Macklemore's be like? Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you want me to tell you? I do. I want to know it's, what Thanksgiving at the Macklemore's Everybody like. stays out of dad's way. He throws a towel over his shoulder and he cooks. That is his passion. You, no one's helping you? Well, he does the meat. Okay, you so do the meat. We all do okay, the sides. Like, what? I do no. the I'm corn, like, the potatoes. No wonder you married this uh, man. I do the green beans, the mashed potatoes. Oh, I do it. the bread. I do everything inside. I make the bed before I don't go downstairs. To the <laughs> so I like wash the cars, then start cooking. Then Tanya gets up, has a cup of coffee. <laughs> Whatever. I, will, I will say it, it's a blessing to be a part of the Macklemore family because especially you know, our specific sort of nucleus because our our house is a, is a lot of times a place to come. Right. So all the other, the, mm-hmm. the, yeah. all your brothers and sisters and their families are yeah. all, so this is a giant affair. How yeah. many people are there? Well, this year we're looking at maybe 30, which is actually a smaller group. Yeah. We've, okay. we've lost some family members in the past few years. And yeah. then we were saying earlier, like his brothers are moved uh, and their, yeah. their children yeah. are married. And so, so they kind of have other obligations. Yeah, they're yeah. kind of split. But 30 is still a big deal. So, it so, is. so, so I get thankful. he's doing the meat. Are you doing mm-hmm. the pies? Yes, we do the sides. Um, we divvy up. Our girls bring stuff. Um, yeah. My girlfriend's bringing yeah, something yeah. this year. Yeah. What's yeah. she bringing? I don't know. What She's is she bringing? bringing dessert. She's bringing dessert. What do, you, what do you make, John? John's like, my girlfriend is dessert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet there's a lot of football going yeah. on. There's oh, a lot of catching up. Yes. Yeah. It sounds like an awesome affair. Yeah. yeah. So can I ask you a quick, just to, so we, we may, we've invited other people to come on over for uh, this Thanksgiving so we could have a big Thanksgiving dinner. Well, I, so I told my producer a, that yeah. any any intern or staff, young staffer who didn't have a family to go That's home awesome. to, if they're working, they come to our house. Because awesome. a lot of people, That's a lot awesome. of young, mm-hmm. young people are here and they don't have, they're not going home. It's expensive. I mean, flights are outrageous right now. And yeah. so we said, listen, yeah, if you want to come on over, you need a place to go and you want to celebrate with Are you some making them bring crazy... something? Are you providing I, no, I don't know, because I, I don't know how many people are coming in. No, I don't know. We'll, they're we'll in some little place, apartment yeah. here. It's, yeah, it's they got tiny little apartments. So do you, just, do you do a buffet style? Yeah. Or do you yeah, all we sit, do. Yeah, you can't sit down 30 yeah. people at a... Uh-uh. We don't yeah, sit down as much. No. We don't eat yeah. until mom explains the process. No, we have to do the spiel. It's a funny thing, because like my older sister's now... You know, got two kids, and she's hosted a couple events, and it's you can tell she's nervous. And she's like, "Cause everybody's waiting, we can't yeah. eat until Brooke tells us the, what what's the yeah. process, where are the forks, where are the plates." Yeah. And mom's <laughs> tradition is give us a rundown of what we would be eating yeah, today. Yeah, say mom. okay, so you know we got everything <laughs> set up right here, and yeah, you just work your way around, and then you got to get your drinks, get your drink station, your your uh, so organized. I love yeah. it. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty awesome. And it's a buffet style, and mom and dad have a really cool place because it's a we have a actually a studio kitchen that we do a lot of our videos out of that was built back in the Mashable days. So it's a high ceiling studio kitchen that's built for, you know, uh, production style Mm -hmm. uh, broadcast. And we use it personally because it's just such a large room and we have these big doors that open and it opens to an outdoor fireplace area. So it's just a mix and mingle. Yeah, uh, yeah. Everybody's everyone's at, so mm-hmm. as you're cooking, you're never alone when you're cooking. People are around mm-hmm. you, and everyone's 100%. hustling yeah. and, around. And it's in Georgia, so I mean, it's going to be somewhere between 25 to 74. We're not sure yeah. how much yeah. yeah. it's going to be, um, but it is a family affair. We've had as many as 60 yeah. there, and now it's probably going to be closer to 30 because, like Tiny said, we've had some move, and we have some family members that and aren't I, with us anymore. I actually, but, will be in uh, Florida this mm-hmm. year. Uh, Thanksgiving. 
So John. me and my girlfriend yeah. are going down uh, and her spending family, time with her family. She has family oh. in Florida. And, so. uh, and then we, we're driving back Thanksgiving Day and spending you know, dinner oh, with great. mom and dad. So That's great. It'll be the, one of the first years that I'm like, I have to I have to sacrifice and go somewhere else. Yeah, I know. I bet it's hard. That's part of are you gonna, that's part are you of being. Show up a... just in time to eat and not help. Yeah, exactly. One hundred percent. It's Madison's fault. So it's food. Yeah, it's. I mean, you're Madison. you're in a business that's around food mm-hmm. and around family, mm-hmm. and you know, I just think it's it's such a beautiful story. It is, and I I will tell you. Um, for our family, and, and we mentioned our entire family. So Brooke is our oldest daughter, and uh, her husband Brian, and our two grandkids, Whit and Walt. They're going to be obviously always with us for Thanksgiving, and uh, they'll do lunch with their family and then dinner with us. Bailey is our youngest daughter. She's the baker, and probably the best cook within our family. Really? She's a mm-hmm. school teacher now. Mm-hmm. Um, Bailey is just it's the just natural soul. for her. Yeah. It's very natural for her. She knows ingredients. Yeah, she, she knows what knows goes with what. She's super you know. smart. And she's yeah. not scared to experiment. No. Yeah. Um, and for our story overall, family is critical. John, you know, being my son and working with me for 16 years, even though we have sold our business we're still involved with it we're still working closer post master build yeah. as the brand ambassadors we make the same the, amount of money now we do <laughs> john <laughs> actually makes as much money as i do now we, nice. we're, we're the macro boys and we basically we, we've actually really never had a he conversation actually makes more than i do because he does a few more videos yeah. than i do but I we just that. split everything down the middle i mean we yeah. it's never money's yeah. never our family's been very blessed never let money be right you know, Wait, go on did you have any ownership in Master Built when it was sold? Because then that might not matter so much. He, <laughs> no, he actually had some equity stake in it. I personally yeah. had bought in when we sold in 2016. They gave us an opportunity right. if you wanted to buy in. And so I did yeah. buy in a little bit, but it's you're, yeah. I'm yeah. Like you're selling so. overseas. Where, where is this? Is is the grill and the or the smoker? Where where are the the fryer? Where is it other than where America? Can you find? What oh. number? What's the country that sells the most outside of of? We, we Europe. do a ton America. of business in Europe. Yeah. Australia yeah. is mm-hmm. really, really doing well. That makes sense. Really doing well. We do a lot in Canada. Um, Mexico so, surprisingly does. Yep, they do decent, really right? yeah. well because Mexico they love they charcoal love grill. To grill is, is, and, and, and what's the best, what, what is the best seller? Is it is it the smoker? The, is the, it the Gravity grill? Series grill smoker mm-hmm. by far yeah. is Number the best product that Masterbuilt has so come out with I, in our history. I wanted to kind of mention this because one thing that Masterbuilt I don't think kind of gets credit for in our story is since the 7-in-1 grill to the indoor fryer to the electric vertical smokers to now the Gravity Series, if you look at those products, there really wasn't that product when we at the time yeah. we came out with it. Innovation. So we prided ourselves on not being a Me Too uh, we wanted to try to – so we had a, a conversation internally before we came up with the Gravity Series. The pellet phenomenon was was was, was huge, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we didn't want to come out with just another grill, just right. another just, – just because whoever, whatever retailer wanted us to, we tried to come up with something different. There had never been a digitally controlled charcoal grill and smoker. It never existed. And that's where the Gravity Series mm-hmm. came out or that's came right. from was us just trying to do something different, trying to innovate in that space. And – it's revolutionized that category. Yeah, so it really has. So there's a lot of people out there who have a, a dream of starting a business. I know you guys have to go here soon, but I want to get that in there. What is your advice 
you know, for that person who's listening, who's like, I've always dreamed of having, I've always mm-hmm. had dreamed of having this family business, and I'm not sure if I should strike out. You know, the economy's not great right now, John. Mm-hmm. Um, what's would, your advice? I would say, as a, as a successful entrepreneur, if possible, do something that you're passionate about, that you love doing, and you're not only doing it for the money. It's easier to be successful I because agree. you just want to do it. Even through, uh, I mean, my worst day at Masterbuilt was better than the best day without Masterbuilt in my career. Mm. I mean, I really do mean that. Um, And I think you need to surround yourself with phenomenal people. Don't try to be the smartest person in the room. We were very blessed, and I had a team of people around us, and we shared not only with Tithe, but we, we shared in bonus to every employee that was with us at Masterbuilt. When we sold in 2016, we had 138 employees and we shared 138 bonuses. When we sold again um, in December of last year, those that were still with us, you know, that were the original Masterbuilt teams, we shared with our success again with them. Um, John, too, you know, being with us, um, he and I have been working now for 16 years. That's been phenomenal. Our two girls are phenomenal. But I will tell you, if you don't have a good spouse to help you mm-hmm. in your career, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't matter if you are a Fox News or a congressman you know, or a congressman. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. You're your all in spouse it together. Right. is critical. And I will tell you, through my career, and I've now been in it now for 50 years, I have, I hope, influenced a lot of people. I've had a lot of people influence me. Tanya has touched more people than I've ever touched. Mm-hmm. She is more relational. She holds her family. She is the matriarch of our family now. That's why we have Thanksgiving at our house. If we have any function at all, it's going to end up being at our house. It's because of her. And the success that I have had at Masterbuilt is because I did have the love of my life help me through all of those things. And Tanya, it was never about the money for her because I'll never forget having conversations when we were working you know, 70, 80, 90 hours a week trying to get through a particular crisis or trying to grow the company, she sat me down and said, look, if you're having to do this because you have to survive a critical time in the company, that's fine. But if you're doing it for us to have a nicer car or buy a place in the Bahamas, I don't want it. Right. Yeah, which, family, we have, John, John, which we don't have. Which we do not have a place in the yeah, okay. really um, You know, Sean and I often talk about, you know, there's a lot of time that people spend working on their careers. Sean, what do you think is the most important decision anyone ever can make in their life? We agree on this. It's who you pick as your spouse is the most it's important the most decision important you will ever make in your life. And I've read studies on this, but... If it, to have two people doing two different careers, oftentimes they're not as successful as if mm-hmm. they kind of will choose one of the spouse's careers. And and again, like Ra- I wouldn't, have, I would not have been a congressman, but for Rachel, I mean, she's smarter than I am. Yeah. She was, she was visionary on what, what we did, how we did oh, it. We worked as a team. Yeah. That was a, well, that was a. By the way, that felt like a family business. It was yeah. the, 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 the campaign, was. all of it, yeah. the team, because there was no one else but us, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I think that's a really, really important that the support. And even now, like I'm very supportive of, of Rachel. Gonna, we moved out here. I was going to say for this part of our life. That can't be seasonal. That doesn't. That's right. Have to be the traditional. 
wife stays at home and supports the right. f- the husband doing off and making the money. Mm-hmm. That can be seasonal. Mm-hmm. Congress and then and then he, moved, he left. He never he never wanted to leave 100%. Wisconsin. He loves Wisconsin. But when I got this job and we yeah. realized it wasn't going to work for the family, he you know he he said we got to move. I was and on his side. Yeah, we're going to move to New Jersey. He is the one that made that decision. She's like, I'll go back and forth. You can stay in Wisconsin. I'm like, listen, we did that for ten years in Congress. We're not going to do that wow. anymore. I'm, we're going to yeah. stay together. We'll move to New Jersey. And by the mm-hmm. way, New Jersey's been way better than I thought it would yeah. be, but yeah. it's not Wisconsin. But right. can I tell you, I just and and, and, and you guys got to run in a second. But to have a, a, a business or a career where you make people's lives better. Mm-hmm. You think about products that go, you know what? People love to do this. They love to cook. They love to- Brings people together. Yep. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna make a product where I, obviously we, we make money as a family, but I'm going to make their lives and their experiences better with their family. What a real yeah. blessing that you mm-hmm. provide. Mm-hmm. And as, as people are pulling out, you know, whether it's their master built or any other grill or smoker mm-hmm. sure. um, over this Thanksgiving to go, I'm gonna make it easier and better and tastier um, which makes us the experience. Well, obviously, it's people, but That's it's also right. the food is a big part of what we do. I'll tell, you, yeah, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you one thing that I love. You make Fox and Friends better. I'm going to tell you guys, when we know the Macklemore boys are coming, it, it's not just that we're going to eat well. You make we, it better we don't order tastier. out that so, day. <laughs> but yeah. you guys bring a love to what you do that we... We we love that. It's a four-hour show. That's what yeah. I was just and about just to say. And we just love having you. Is yeah, thank the you. one thing you can't fake, and it starts with dad. Because uh, the the joke I was making earlier is dad's got a towel over his shoulder. That's what that's what we get at home. What you guys see on camera is uh, what yeah. we see at home uh-huh. in private. So what you can't fake is passion. Yeah, no, that right. is one thing. You, it's contagious. It brings happiness. People are it, happiness can be addicting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, you it's know, it costs, it costs nothing. Good <laughs> it costs nothing to smile. That's right. No. Now, right. I, now so. are you, I promised you I wouldn't let you go until you talked about uh, this charity that you do. That means so much <laughs> yeah. to you. Thank you so much. So uh, Tanya and I are involved in our hometown with a charity called Micah's Promise, and um, we have a really good friend. Uh, her name is Bobby, who is heading it up in our area, and it is to help sex trafficked young women. So important. Phenomenal, right now. phenomenal charity. Atlanta, Georgia is the number one hub in the world. Mm-hmm. Isn't that funny? I mean, you'd think it would and be like Thailand or something. Well, it's, no. it's, it's Atlanta? It's airport. It's the airport. There's yeah. so much traffic coming yeah. in and out. So we've, wow. we've partnered with this organization in Columbus and. Um, we just need to get you to Columbus, Georgia. And it's yeah. and we're going to do that. M I C A H. M I C A H. Micah's helping. So I just interviewed a, a Navy SEAL guy who works with other special forces people, mm-hmm. helping to rescue um, mm-hmm. the, uh, girls the, that are being girls sexually trafficked. Girl, yeah. Children, little little children, yeah. because of our open southern border, and I'm sure there's been an increase in yes. all yeah. kinds of stuff. So once, going the, on. once they get out of the trafficking, they need support. Is this what? Yes, Mike this is part? this home. Yes. So it's like therapy. Edu- yes, therapy, education. Just separation from their John or whatever. They have you guys met some of life. the people that have been? Gone through this system? No, through this not initially. In, not in this local area. You know, they try to keep it um, kind of. Yeah, it's a it's a secret location. It's yeah. they're trying mm-hmm. to really help these girls make that break. But one yeah. thing that Dad has been instrumental in is because we have a farm and we have farm equipment. Is Dad has been very helpful to the Micah's Promise organization about. Didn't they y'all help them build a tennis court? Oh yeah, we had court? some really good friends that were in the same industry that helped build a tennis court. 
for free. For the yeah. for the and it was just it was local business owners free. that all pitched in their yeah. various you know skill their sets talents. to help build in mm-hmm. build and you know yeah. organizations like like that they don't have the funds yeah. to do stuff so and I think Tanya it's and I awesome yeah that. Tanya and I have donated you know not just our our money but some of our time with it. And we can get y'all some more information too as to exactly how people can go. Do you have the website that people can go uh-huh. to? You have that? Yes. Yeah. yeah let me. So Tanya can pull it's that up. Okay. I wonder, as in your community, uh, the different churches and pastors must have tried to compete for the Macklemores and their tithing to go. <laughs> 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 the Macklemores at my church. I'm, gonna, I'm glad you brought up tithing because it, it is it's biblical it and is. it's powerful. It is. And I will tell you what's been so awesome is the number of people that we had within our company that got these paychecks and bonuses also tithed at their local churches and also a lot of them went to cascade hills in our hometown is the same church that we go to so the fact that they were able to give um was phenomenal too Mm -hmm. so it's uh it is one of the most powerful things you can do and i will tell you I'm scared not to tithe because I don't ever want to get to a point that I go to ask God for help. And he's like, well, look, if you're not there for me, how do you expect me to be there for you financially and spiritually? And it's it is the best thing you can do for your business, your family, mm -hmm. et cetera. I remember you telling a story, Dad, about early on in your kind of CEO ship about feeling guilty about not being involved in church enough or whatever, because you were a CEO of business and traveling. And I forgot who it was that told you this. And he was like. That is your mission field. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Master yeah. built your AC, employees. AC a, Levi. AC Levi. Mm-hmm. Your master built, your employees, the the Walmart buyers, everybody. The you can, Bible study mm-hmm. the Bible that study. you do. That is your mission field. And so the love that you bring. It. Listen, this yeah. is a broken city. <clears throat> yep. New York City is a broken city. Yeah. It is a in large part a faithless city. Yeah. Um, one of the great things, I mean, we bring you guys out. We bring gospel singers out to yes. sing. I know. Uh, you saw that well, we brought them out. They sang a song about Jesus right here in the middle of, you know, midtown Manhattan. But you bring that love. You bring that Christian spirit. Mm-hmm. You bring that, um, you know, people are watching our show and they see that you're a family mm-hmm. um, and 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 that witness to what life is really about and that joyfulness that you always bring to the show it, yeah. it's it's touching the friendships that we are all building um, with each other um, is 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 the real deal you yeah. guys are the real deal well I, I love w- you guys I would say and Tanya's <clears throat> hopefully gonna have this to but it's Micah's promise.org org Micah's promise.org so if you are inclined to help the very many um, sex trafficked victims in this country and, and as I said the problems getting worse because of our southern border and the cartels know yes. yeah. that it, th- those poor children and girls are repeat customers for them Um, it's really a sad situation so thank you for what you're doing for that as well you are welcome um go ahead well before we close this out y'all have been very gracious to us i'm going to return that graciousness because we do a lot of this in a lot of different places and all of the people at fox have been amazing but i will say that the relationship that we have with you rachel has been pretty special over Mm. the years Thank you. It got even better when you introduced us to Sean. You're not mad that I gave him your phone number? Oh, no. Oh, no. Because okay. um, it sounds so y'all, it's not the congressman's phone number. <laughs> yeah. And I will tell you, because we have a lot of people say, man, y'all, it's crazy what y'all do. They, they know people that we do a lot of stuff with. They're like, you're friends with X, Y, Z. It's like, guys, here's the understand. We're acquaintances with a lot of the people that you see out there, not naming any names, but some really big celebrities that mm-hmm. we've been in, in contact with. 
But we are truly friends yeah. with y'all. Yeah, we're honored. I have love a text relationship so with John. Love you. <laughs> Once in a while, it's like, if I, if I do a hit and I don't get a text from John, I'm like, it wasn't probably very good. But I do, I do a good one. Like, he'll send me a picture and like, good job. I'm like, yeah, I, we I, do. I, we I, have right? a Even when That's they're not here, we're in contact with right, them all the contact. time. I yeah. love it. So yeah. listen, I want to thank you all for joining us. I know I know you had to run to the airport and taking time after Fox and Friends this morning. We wish you all a happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to all of you. I hope that this podcast inspires other families to get together. Yeah, food brings people together. It brings people together to thank our God. What a beautiful holiday we have as 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 Americans mm. to say 100%. we're going to take one day just to thank our Lord yeah. for all the blessings in our lives. And the Macklemores are making Thanksgiving great again. Macklemore <laughs> making America great again. So what's that? Dad Thanksgiving? Gum, that's good. Instead of making Thanksgiving great again. Yeah, making, yeah, Dad Gum, that's good. We'll take yeah, that Dad one. Dad Gum, that's good. Yeah. And, and, and as, as we do this, uh, thank this guy too, Chris Patchen, uh, medium Chris. mule, medium mule, yes. baby, uh-huh. medium mule in the corner. Yeah, I, you know, and, and and as we go into this one, I, I appreciate that we're giving thanks to God, yeah. but I also, you know. I'm grateful that we're celebrating Thanksgiving because there's some people in this country right. that 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 want to stomp on it, that yeah. want to eradicate it, they that want to cancel demonize it, it or cancelize it. Yeah, yes. so I uh, I think leaning into it, leaning into our families, our That's faith, right. our our country, and the patriotism. We just got back from the Patriot Awards, and yeah, that you know, was I'm, awesome. I am more inspired. Uh, now than I probably was before uh, mm-hmm. the start of this week, um, and yeah, so and, it's and, and it, it's, mm-hmm. it started well and it's ending well with uh, awesome. with you all, John one, John two, and Mama Mac. All the <laughs> nicknames <laughs> come in. All the nicknames come. We yeah. appreciate you joining us at our kitchen table. Um, very grateful. Yeah. Thank yeah. you guys. Thank so, you guys. Have a, so happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Love you. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving to everybody. And if you like our podcast, you can rate, review, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We would appreciate that. Um, and so this is this is coming out. And again, this is Happy Thanksgiving because it's tomorrow when this comes out. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Join us around the kitchen table next time. Bye. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription. And Amazon Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. The Will Kane Show is now dropping five episodes a week. Join Fox and Friends weekend host Will Kane as he tackles the latest headlines from his unique perspective, along with thought-provoking interviews with leading figures and live calls from viewers and listeners. Listen wherever you download your favorite podcasts.